In the distance, I see a shining light. In the sky, I met the maker. When we survive this lovely life, what will begin to make it end? When we survive this lovely life. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing very well, Josh. How are you, Mr. Bobby? Hey. I love the glasses, like, pushed up the face or down the nose, Bobbo. Yeah. You are nothing if not versatile with those glasses. What, um... It's probably too early in life to be doing that. I can't do that. I'm 35. I need to stop. You need this. to get you the ones that, like, you know, you can take mm-hmm. apart and they yeah. have mm-hmm. the little, what, lanyard. Or <laughs> yeah. It is. The frat strap, but it's for the snap apart glasses. For, like, lining and, up my putt. And they yeah. need to ha- transition. You need okay. to go full Urban Meyer transition lenses that snap apart with a lanyard. Urban did that? Urban has transition lenses mm. on the, like, Fox set. Mm. So you can always oh, tell. He's working again. Yeah, we had this conversation. Fox hired him back. He's on the set. He's doing the Saturday morning like pregame show for Fox. Wow, terrible decision, Fox. I know, right? Still maybe one of the best names to ever come out of the pod. Suburban Meyer. Mm. It's a good in both. Still good. Hey, Halloween. Spooky season is uh, drawing to a close. Uh, we're going to be doing a little trick-or-treating here this uh I mean, heck, we might be uh, a uh, Halloween pod next week. No, we got uh, the Sig Pod oh, next right. week. Ooh, Our next right. collab with the great Sigmund Bloom will be next Tuesday. So we get to enjoy trick or treating with the fam. Aww. I know, I know, I know. You're disappointed. Get to spend time with the family. But uh, before that, boys, uh, just so happened to tie into a big piece of news that broke in the NFL world. With Matt Ryan getting benched and Sam Ellinger, QB1 for the Colts moving forward, your boy's going to be at that game on Sunday. Wow, who is it? Colts who? It's Colts Commanders. It was supposed to be Mm. Matt Ryan playing against Carson Wentz in his revenge game, and now we get Ellinger versus Heineke. It's going to be a sloppy, weird game. I I think I predicted like 1913. Maybe the Colts win. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. That's going to be... God bless you for doing that, Josh. Yeah. uh... I'm excited. Hey, I've been calling for Ellinger for weeks now. I mean, Matt Ryan, I don't think there's a world in which Ellinger is a downgrade over what we've seen from Matt Ryan. It's time. It's time. I fully expected Connie to be in here when I got here, so... Yeah. Congratulations to y'all for moving moving on as a I was afraid Reich was not going to have the stones to actually do it. Yeah. Because it needed to be done. When was your tweet that you retweeted? Back September? September 26th, what I think week it was. was that? Probably like after week three. Yeah. You knew then. Yeah. You could just tell. I mean, this guy's washed up. It happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens to all the greats. I mean, he just noodle arm, no mobility, leading the league in sacks, interceptions, and fumbles. Ellinger's going to have a rough way of it, though. That Y'all's... O-line is pretty rough. He reminds me a lot of Zappy, honestly. He's got a little more mobility, but... Zappy just threw a pick, so... I, I think he'll do... <laughs> dang. I think he'll do a little bit better behind this offensive line. And I know we haven't done Matt Ryan any favors, but he hasn't returned the favor either. What does Matt Ryan do after this? He retire? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Ballard, as they resurfaced the quotes of like, this is a two-year thing. You know, we did the contract thing because we wanted him to know this is a two-year window that we see with him. So he'll be around next year? No, I don't think so. I think they'll just cut him or just eat the money. 
Do y'all feel like the NFL is just chaos right now? It's utter chaos, boys. Mm-hmm. It is the one of the wackiest, weirdest seasons I can remember. Nobody's good. There's everybody's, like three good teams. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt. Quarterbacks are bad. Yep. Rodgers and Brady look terrible. Geno Smith. He's Geno uh, Smith is one of the best. Yeah. Sure. Top five quarterback this season so far. The Giants are six and one. Yeah, both New York teams are playing really well. Jets are getting decimated with injuries, though. It's James, just James Robinson gets one of those tough situations. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's just a weird time, boys. Wow, uh, Justin Herbert's not going to have anyone to throw to. Uh, Keenan said he had no burst in the second half, so that's why that's they good. set him off that hamstring, and then Mike Williams goes down to an ankle. Josh Palmer's got a concussion. Jalen Guyton's out for the season. DeAndre Carter season. Yeah, finally Austin Eckler going to have like 28 catches uh, on like 38 targets. Genuinely, man, it's a weird year. It's a weird year. A lot of injuries this week. Yeah, and then Bailey Zapp. Zapp season. I love seeing the whole country catch the fever that Western Kentucky fans have. Y'all need to temper your expectations. This second half has not gone so great. And it's the Bears. And that's what's concerning is, yeah, he had some nice throws, but... uh, This game's over. Yeah, the the blue might be off the roads a little bit. The other thing is the Patriots defense is pretty bad. Um, to have Chicago, who's two and four, put up thirty-three points on you, and uh, Justin Fields and Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery are running against you—that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty bad. Pretty non-Belichickian. But as with the Sorry, whole season Lauren. up to now, the IDPs have showed up when the offense has bottomed out. A great tweet today, Josh. Thank you, Bobo. Did a little research because I was just curious when I saw that tweet about offensive scoring for fantasy football being the lowest it's been, I believe, in 13 years. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen. I think it was one or two episodes ago I mentioned that tweet. I thought, well, it feels like the IDP scoring has been out of control. Mm-hmm. Now, there are many ways you could measure that, but the simple way that I did was just looking at basically the top five scores each week for offensive flex, so no QBs, and defense, and then averaging that mm-hmm. across the first six weeks. And the results were, I think, not surprising to us because we've kind of been, you know, pounding the drum on this. But the the output for the top at top five offensive player was thirty three point nine three points for the top five IDPs thirty six point three six points. Wow! So, like we've been saying, IDP scoring has been going wild this season. Now, is that in conjunction or? have anything to do with kind of the pendulum of offensive scoring being down this year? I don't know, mm-hmm. but Addy, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. More points, more fun. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you like points? Come play some IDP with us. Yeah, but I mean, just you should be playing it in general. I mean, there was just, I, I put a tweet out with the uh, Devondre Campbell pick six, just an unbelievable play. That's actually mm-hmm. what got me thinking about it. Mm-hmm. One of the best plays you'll see on the on the year, and the fact that, 90% of fantasy players out there don't get any credit or don't don't enjoy that play like they should. Like, that was as hype as I've been all year because I got Devondre Campbell in quite a few spots. Yeah. But, boy, that was fun, and that's why you play IDP. That's right. Now you can enjoy it no matter who's on the field, every game, twice the amount of enjoyment. Tiptoeing into the end zone. You're like, is he going to get in? Because it really matters. You know, it's a, yes, it's of course. Extra six. Yeah. Know? But boy, that was an awesome play. I yeah, love that. it just makes every bit of fantasy football more fun, you know. And if you have this kind of season where it's like, man, offense really sucks. I guess what IDP's going nuts. Yeah, we're I, having a great time. I haven't noticed much of it, honestly. Yeah, it hasn't hasn't stung me that much. So 
Lots of scoring still here in Week 7. That stat only included the first six weeks because we weren't finished with Week 7 as I was putting it together. Uh, But, boys, some standouts from Week 7 as well. That's what we're going to do on tonight's show, Week 7 Recap, looking at all the games. And we should talk about the game that's going on right now. Matthew Judon, 38 points here by Big 3 scoring. Last I checked, Roquan Smith, uh, 20 points. Jaquan Brisker having a nice game, 16 points as well. So, Bobo, Matthew Judon has been a – an absolute menace for real NFL and for IDP this season. He has. Are you going to rain on my parade right now? He has two 30-point games in the last three weeks and another game of 21, another game of 17, a game of 16. I mean, his worst output on the season is eight and a quarter. Honestly, a majority of that, too, is in the first half. I think he had three sacks before halftime. Um, I don't know. He's good. He's, he's good. good. He's just, a, let's he's, just own it, Bob. He's a good player. Yeah. But I just go back to kind of what Adam pointed out a couple episodes ago where he did the same kind of thing last season for the first eight to ten weeks and then disappeared when he really needed him most. So IDP's difficult. Enjoy it while it lasts. Um, but, no, Matt Judon is a very good player. Agreed. Some other good players we're going to touch on, boys. Starting in the Saints-Cardinals Thursday night game. We got to talk about it. I don't know what's happening, boys, but we have three straight double-digit games for Isaiah Simmons. Is this a blip? Is he finally turning the corner for content? He's back. He's back. You never should have folded, Addy. He has played sixty-seven point six percent of snaps over those three games. So that's like linebacker two numbers with Zayvon Collins getting close to one hundred percent of the snaps during those games as well. Saw that again here. Only nine point seven five for Zayvon, but Isaiah Simmons. 27.35 points leads all scorers in this game. Cam Jordan for the Saints, 20.4. Pete Warner, 16.75. Demario Davis, 15.1. So pretty good game for IDP, Addy. Saints linebackers showed up. You had a Cam Jordan game. A little bit down on the Cardinals side, but Simmons shows up. Let's start there. Are we doing anything with Isaiah Simmons or just staying away? I mean... Are you adding him to your to your redraft leagues, your teams? Um, probably not. I don't know. I mean, it depends. It's always context specific. Probably so for me. I mean, if he's if he's doing, he's always been a guy that's that's you know when he when he gets the playing time, he 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 has that upside. He can make big plays and stuff. And um, yeah, he's coming through right now. So. <laughs> I would I would totally buy him. I think I think that he's I think that he's a he's a pretty solid buy. I mean, again, the thing with Simmons is you're hoping we're thinking about the next stop. We're thinking about where he's going to end up. Probably not near you know life after Arizona. Yeah, according to PFF, love you, John Macri. In week seven, he was targeted seven times. They had seven receptions for seventy six yards. Now, he did have the one INT. Let's go back to his actual scores. Uh, four tackles, one assist, one INT, one pass defended, and one interception for a touchdown, and 56 interception yards returned. There's 14 of his points right there. That's true. Only it, five tackles. Yeah. I'm still not buying Isaiah Simmons. Um, Only five tackles, and that is his highest output on the season except for a 13-tackle game. And the PFF grades. Week five. The PFF grades really don't love him either. Um, overall grade of 60, and then in coverage of 65. 
uh, tackling a 29. It's not there. Uh, if somebody wants to come by Simmons, let this be your sell high, quote unquote, window. Quote unquote, sell high window. What should I put the quotes before? Did I do that right? Yeah, you did good. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Quote unquote, sell high window. All the linebackers there are bad, though. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, well, it's so funny. We went from so much excitement and hype around the two tall trees in the middle of the defense to. Now both of these Cardinals linebackers are absolute nightmares and headaches for IDP. On the season, Isaiah Simmons has 75 run defense snaps, 25 pass rush snaps, and 199 coverage snaps. Yep. So the They're D- using them like they told us they were going to. Now if he's a DB and continues to be a DB yeah. and sleeper, I have moderate interest. I don't know. I'm not giving a lot for the guy. Not worth talking tremendously a lot about like we just have. Biggest revelation for the Cardinals this year is Zach Allen. That's right. Yeah. Twelve point two five points, another great game, eighty three percent of snaps. Yeah, he's been awesome all year. I mean, he's someone that you can pretty much start, I think, with confidence at this point. Um, and also like you know, all the numbers are he's got eighteen pressures on the year, um, on two hundred and forty six pass rush snaps, seventy six point zero PFF grade. Guy's been really, really good. The best um the best pass rusher on that defense so far. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't want to like throw shade on Zayvon Collins. I still like Zayvon Collins. I still think Zayvon Collins is solid. I mean, we saw him with the, you know, that two sack game that he had a few weeks ago. I mean, that's what I've always thought, you know, Zayvon Collins should be doing, yeah. rushing the, the the passer more. Um, But, yeah, I think that he's still got plenty of time. I think we can be patient with Zayvon. But, I mean, outside of, you know, outside of him, I mean, it's – there's nobody there. No. So, I mean, I think Simmons – if he's going to continue to get 75%, I mean, you, he's going to He's be, on the radar. He's an LB3, LB4. I mean, yes. you can do worse than that. Absolutely. Speaking of worse, it got a little bit worse in the Giants-Jaguars game. Giants win 23-17. It was a disappointing day for most of the IDP studs in this game. But, man, boys, let's put some more respect on Foyce Deluican's name. Mm-hmm. He's been a double-digit scorer every single game this season. Clocking in with 15 and a half points on 100% of snaps. And uh, that's really, I mean, Trayvon Walker, you love to see that. Bobo, 14.95 points there. Disappointing day from the Giants IDPs, but some bright spots for the Jags. Absolutely. Um, I think the Trayvon um, usage is is uh, is encouraging. Um, had the big week one and then really hasn't done anything since then. Um, the snaps are encouraging, 87%. I think... The other thing, too, Josh Allen has been pretty bad here for probably three weeks in a row, which is interesting. I think maybe a little bit of the double teams being forced Josh Allen's way could possibly be giving Trayvon a little bit more opportunity. Um, but exactly like we kind of started off here with uh, – um, Yeah, a- the, the log has been bad, Bobo. You're right. Four and a quarter, three and a quarter, and four the last three games. You know, and Josh Allen, too, is one of those guys that he's just not getting a ton of tackles to kind of reinforce the – the floor um, for the games where he doesn't have a sack. But I like the Trayvon Walker sack. That's encouraging. But exactly like Aaron started this uh, out here, maybe it was you, Joshy. Sorry yeah. if I'm not giving you credit. That's but okay. Foyer's been great. Um, Foyer, a guy who we kind of we kind of poo-pooed on a little bit in uh, Atlanta last year. Because, well, he was a popular regression candidate for this season. And then even we talked – I talked pretty bad about him in the offseason for how much money the Jags gave him. But the guy has – the guy's played really well. It's the worst game on the year, 12.5 points. That's wow. right. I mean, that's you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, he's had look at just look at his log: thirteen and a half, twelve and a half, fourteen and a half, twenty-seven, twenty-four point eight, fourteen, fifteen and a half. I mean, that's that is 
as rock solid as it gets. He's probably the front runner right now to finish the season as the LB1. And uh, we yeah. shouldn't be surprised. He's done it. What year was it? Last year was he the LB1 or two years ago? Last year he was the LB1. Yeah. Led the league in tackles, I believe, with I mean, 192. Just, yeah, just an outrageous number of tackles. Here's my only question, Josh. Because the Jaguars keep losing, does any of that change? No, I no, don't think so. Not with him. You think the foyer, the, the, the money, m- yeah, we don't start seeing Muma. Nope. No, someone's okay. gonna have to get hurt. Yeah, okay. so it's only an injury. I got. I you. really do think you watch more AFC football than I do. Yeah, but, Devin Lloyd and Foyseedalua can both playing a hundred percent of snaps. Now Muma is looking really good on special teams. I've been, I've been, I've been keeping up with you yeah. know, how he's doing and stuff, and they love him on special teams. But they know that that's going to come to an end because he's he's that good of a football player, and they're going to need him on defense. So mm-hmm. that's right. Speaking of the AFC South, it was a gross battle for first between the Colts and Titans. The Titans get the 19-10 victory, which led to Matt Ryan's benching and the Sam Ellinger era getting underway in Indy. But on the IDP side, Bobby O is heating up three straight double-digit scoring games, as is David Long for the Titans, who's averaging 23.45 points and has two INTs in the last two games. Jeffrey Simmons, day-to-day out of this game with an ankle injury. We should mention from the previous games, Adoree Jackson, head injury, day-to-day. And then Bradley Roby, ankle, day-to-day from the Thursday night game. So, boys, I want to start with Bobby Okereke because a lot of the conversation has been around Zaire Franklin, what happens when Shaq Leonard comes back. Addy, what's your sense right now? Do you think it's Bobby O to the bench, or is it the hundred percent snap man Zaire Franklin that gets yanked? <laughs> I have no idea. Is this it, is the one of the biggest mysteries right now. Yeah, Chris Farley, no idea. Gif. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I mentioned last episode, I do like the fact that Zaire Franklin has the captain patch that does a little something for me. Um, he has been extremely productive, but I mean, those guys are pretty similar. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know which way it's going to go. I mean, um, obviously you got to hold on to both. For whatever reason, I feel more confident in Zaire. Because he hasn't been benched. He hasn't been benched at all this Bobby year. Bobby O's been benched. Yeah. But, but Bobby O's BFF grades from this week are pretty nasty. 82.7 overall. He's a good player, man. 80.7 in tackling and then 75 in coverage. Um, so I wanted to see here. So... On the season so far, Zaire Franklin, 100.5 points by Big 3 scoring. Bobby O has 94.75. So Zaire Franklin is outscoring um, Bobby O. Karake, but it's not by much. Yeah. And with Shaq Leonard coming back, yeah. you, the reason you hold both is because, A, we don't know, and B, Shaq Leonard has been banged up a lot this season. The guy is having... He's a huge injury liability. The, yeah, the most unluckiest start I think I've yeah. ever seen. It Broken not, nose plus concussion. It's starting to feel kind of Michael Thomas kind of feel to well, where it's just like another yeah. thing, it's like three weeks, and then something else that's like two or three weeks. It's like, are you going to play this year? Well, here's the weird part. Did y'all know that he was a full participant in practice and was cleared to play? Wow. But Frank Reich shut him down. Interesting. And gave him another week of rest. Why? Interesting. Kind of interesting because he knows he has two linebackers out there that can get the job done. Yes. Speaking of PFF grades, Bob, 77.3 last week for Zaire and then 71.9 the week before that. So he, he's been heating up as well. They've so. been good. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if they're like, man, should we have given Shaq Leonard that massive like $100 million deal? The answer is no. no. Yeah. yeah. You should never, ever. You should never do that. Any big contract probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Probably, yeah, just never pay anyone. Just let sure. all your stars Truly. walk and just churn that roster, baby. Unless it's a quarterback. I genuinely think you could do that. I mean, I genuinely think never that's, the, that's the strategy. Look at, you know, look at all I would these, just sign a bunch of one-year deals. I mean, we see so many of these guys, Tyreek Hill, that, you know, the Chiefs kind of broke the world when they did that one, where it was like, wait, y'all are not paying him? You know, Christian McCaffrey just got moved this last weekend. I don't know. Todd Gurley is only 27 years old. I looked that up on Sleeper no this weekend way. after the whole, like, you know, reemergence of him saying he's not playing football. And then the wow. tweet, fake news. Everybody was freaking out. Wow, wow, wow. 27 years old. And, okay. and the 37-year-old's body. It's crazy, man. So other notables here, boys. Jeffrey Simmons keeps balling out, 21.9. Danico Autry, uh, Autry haunts the Colts. This is This is legit. This is not just me. Kind of, uh, you know, putting this on to Danico Autry, projecting this on to him. He legitimately is pissed off every time he plays the Colts because Ballard refused to give him the contract he deserves. He goes to the Titans, and every time he plays the Indianapolis Colts, he absolutely wrecks shop. 17.65 points. We mentioned Zaire Franklin had a great game, 10.25. Bobby Okereke with 21.5. There's Yannick Ngakwe, Bobo, 18.15, had a sack on 68% of snaps. About time he did something. That's right. We need him to step up now with Quiddy Pay gone. Um, Also, Danico Autry sneakily having a fantastic year. He's been great this year. For uh, fantasy. He has five sacks on the year and a forced fumble and uh, double-digit scoring in four of his five games started. Wow. Yeah. Did not realize. I didn't realize it was that good. Yeah, I mean, that's not like him at all. Normally, it's so up and down, you never know when to start him. I think it's going to be helpful, too, that Bud Dupree's back. I don't know that Rashad Weaver has been a lot of help there on the line for Just Tennessee Just 41% so of snaps this week. Yeah, so um, Autry will have a little bit of help. Bud, Dup- Bud Dupree, 70, 75% by comparison. Yeah, I like Autry, man. He's He's been uh, he's been really helpful as a deep defensive end in some of these degenerate leagues. Somebody you probably could have gotten off waivers like, oh, absolutely. You know, early, early in the season. You so. could probably still go acquire Autry today for nothing. Somebody's probably going to be like, yeah, it's just 32-year-old yeah, Autry. Just an eco Autry. Who cares? So, Browns-Ravens, boys. Next game on the list here. Ravens get the 23-20 victory. Stave off another fourth quarter collapse. So, happy for that with my Ravens Super Bowl prediction. But with... Linebacker uncertainty reigning in Cleveland, even with Jacob Phillips out for the year with the peck injury. The position is settled in Baltimore for IDP purposes, boys. The king of queens, Patrick Queen, has scored 10-plus points in all but one game this season. Leads the way with 28 and a quarter. Meanwhile, JOK, 22 points on 80% of snaps. Uh, Addy, let's start with the linebacker battle there. Even with Jacob Phillips out of the way... Do we have confidence on how this thing is going to shake out? It's going to be Deion Jones. You think so? Yeah. Get, Deion, he's probably getting the dot. Yeah. How does JOK factor into this? He'll get sprinkled in fine. I mean, he'll get between 70 to, I mean, he may he may get, he may be pretty close to full-time himself, but I mean, I think you can at least expect him to be between 70 and 80%. Is JOK the talent and kind of the usage that we were hoping Isaiah Simmons was going to be? Yeah, I think so. Kind of the off-ball. Unorthodox linebacker. Yes. I mean, Simmons is a lot bigger than JOK, but um, in my opinion, I think your sell JOK window is closing. Um, Deion Jones is 
there. Sione Takitaki is getting crazy snaps for some that's, reason. That, that's the monkey wrench for me. What are we to make of? Yeah. Is Takitaki worth a pickup? 56% of snaps, nah. 13.5 points? No, I don't think so. I think they're just, you know, they, they couldn't they couldn't rely on Deion Jones to handle a full load yet. So, I mean, that's why he was seeing snaps. Now, if, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to take a, an injury to JOK for Takitaki to, to do anything. Yeah, I was going to say, Deion Jones only got out-snapped by Takitaki by 4% of snaps, 52% to 56. That linebacking core, though, does seem to be, when I check Macri's tweets after the games, Everything's different every week. You're it's like see... the uh, Dallas safety equivalent. Yep. There's like three guys getting significant snaps. Maybe that evens out. I think you're right. I think it's going to be Deion Jones, 100% of snaps. JOK, probably 70 to 80%. Sione Takitaki, 40 to 50, maybe. Does anything happen to that defense when Deshaun comes back? Have the Brown... Browns have been losing, haven't they? They haven't been very good with this. They've been set. in games. Yeah, they've been competitive. I don't. I don't know how much change. I think Deshaun's going to be rusty as hell. I mean, the dude hadn't played football in like a year and a half at this point. Boy, I. I uh, they're going to probably be pretty good though. The Browns. Once once Watson does get comfortable, I mean, y'all forget Deshaun Watson was like a career top oh, five quarterback. He is one of the best with, quarterbacks with Kiki Kuti. Uh, I mean, you got Amari there, Brandon Cooks. Donovan Peoples Jones. You got um, David Bell and Joku's banged up though. Harrison Bryant out two to five weeks. I guess he'll be back around the time Deshaun is. Yeah. Let's talk real quick too about. Uh, you want to take a lap or you want to? You want to? You want to sit there? You want to get up? Hmm? Are we, what are we victory lap? Just for Adam. Way back in the off season, Adam told everybody, "Be patient with Pat Queen." I'm telling y'all, the pass rush upside. Well, here we are in week seven. Pat Queen has three and a half sacks on the season. Had an 11 tackle week. Um, the dude is playing ball. A 60, uh, I'm sorry, a 76 overall PFF grade, wow. an 83 tackle grade, and a 75 pass rush grade in week seven. The dude's a baller. It's come around. It's it's a, it's Pat Queen season. Yeah, 17.5 points per game. That's second in the league among linebackers. Um 23.2 years old. That's mm-hmm. another stat. I really no, he like. is not. 23.2. Wow. Yeah, and this is his third year in the league. So he came in at, I guess, 20? Yeah. Is that info wow. in the in your ranks, Adam? That's there. That's there. And it's uh, beautiful. And there's a ton of uh, – we've also started uh, putting the logs in there now. So we're going to have mm-hmm. – Oh, we got log action? We're going to have the consistency ranks um, updated here pretty soon. We're, gonna, we're at the midpoint. Of the mm-hmm. season now, so I want to get I want to get all the stats. I want to have a good like uh, mid year review of of how everyone's doing. But yeah, we have tons of data in these ranks. We have points per snaps. We have points per game. We have tackle rates. We have tackles per game. We have all the logs in there. Um, and again, we're gonna have it so where you can see who's who scored the most points over twenty points. Who's had the most games of. Uh, scoring under five points, uh, just really useful information. That what they had for lunch. Yeah, their favorite, favorite Chick-fil-A color. order. Sure. All of it. All of it's in there. Check it out, theidpshow.com, folks. Addy's in there. I see him every day Yeah, updating those ranks. Let's give a worried uh, a worried take real quick. Y'all worried about Odafe Owe? Dude hadn't done a lot this year. Yeah, I mean, you don't like to see that. But it, you, you just got to be patient with him, man. I mean, I love... I love his situation. Uh, the pressures have been fine for him for the most part. 
Let yep. me pull those up. Only 55% of snaps. He has 23 pressures on the year. Kyle Hamilton cracked. That's pretty good. Cracked mm-hmm. the top five uh, on 35% of snaps, 15.3 points. So good to see K-Ham getting in there. Did you agree with me and Evan's take on uh, Jaquan Brisker? You taking Brisker or Kyle Hamilton in a dynasty trade? Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton still? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, I'm leaning Brisker, baby. Yeah, I mean, we like what we see from Brisker so far, but take the long view. I think it's going to be K-Ham season there as early as next year. Man, Brisker just passes the eye test. You watch that ball, watch that boy play, especially that pick he had tonight was he hit so hard too. The length, the athleticism, the ball skills. I don't know, man. Brisker's, he's rising for me. Got a great name too. Sure. That team sucks too. I mean, they, Mm -hmm. you know, when there are good players um, out there, they stand out. They shine. (laughs) They're a diamond amongst the turds. Yep, for sure. Although that team – the team did stomp the Pats tonight, so they did. That's kind of that's kind of odd. Kind of like me in here with y'all, a diamond amongst some turtles. Now, that's right. In fairness, the Pats were playing a fourth rounder uh, from this draft. <laughs> that's is true. Who was that, Addy? Yeah, I don't remember. Is it Mike White? I think it was uh, Brandon Dowdy. Brandon Dowdy. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, no, hopefully Zappy season's not over. We'll see. I feel like though, costing Belichick the chance to pass. George Hallis, he's probably going back to uh, Mac Jones out of spite. I don't know, though. Give Zappy the start to the game. I don't know. I didn't. I it didn't, was weird. I didn't agree it was with it. It was very strange. Like, if you're going to get him in and play him the whole game, why not just have him start? Mm-hmm. You know, it's always like when they say, well, so and so quarterback is, he's active, but he is uh, a backup, right? He's typically the starter, but he's. He is not going to start for us. He's just kind of there in case of emergency. I'm like, if he's healthy enough to play on an emergency basis, why is he not starting? Yeah. I know it's a practice thing, but like, yeah. okay, well then make him inactive and just let him have another week. Around. I don't It just drives me crazy. And there's no way Mac was really ready, though. Either, no. I don't think. I mean, for him to make the face he was making come off the field, I mean, clearly it was a high ankle sprain. I mean, he's yeah, not 100%. He's in pain. He was just worried about his job. That's right. Mm-hmm. He was a little stressed, and he had every right to be. And you tried to kick Brisker in the nads. <laughs> we see. We don't you. like it. <laughs> don't kick him in the nads. Be nice, Mac Jones. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry for that, Danny. What was that, Addy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a ref I didn't get? One of our haters. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's true. Shout out to our haters. We appreciate y'all. No haters, though, in Cincinnati for this Bengals team has seemingly turned the corner, boys. Gotten there, you know what, together on offense, putting up 30 points against the Atlanta Falcons, getting the 30-26 to victory. Grady Jarrett had his third boom game of the season. Double H, Hendrickson and Hubbard showed up again, and two of the three Atlanta linebackers came up short despite offensive fireworks from the Bengals. Injuries coming out of this game, Jalen Hawkins, concussion week to week. Ari declared out versus the Panthers next week. Mm. A.J. Terrell, this one hurts. Hamstring injury week to week. And Trey Hendrickson, neck injury day to day. Double H showed up again. Bobo, Grady Jarrett balled out. Y'all mentioned Jalen Hawkins on the preview pod. Good to see him there. 15.75 points. Takeaway from the Bengals-Falcons game? Follow at... IDP Evan on the tweets. The boy's on fire. He knows what he's talking about. Love to see it. Nah, Jalen Hawkins, uh, he was getting the usage, and I hate that he went out with a concussion, but um, 
man, 15 points. I think he had quite a few tackles, too. I don't have it in front of me. But actually, yes, I do. Here it is. 10 tackles. Um, ooh, I don't even know if he had any interceptions. But, um, yeah, he's been fun. DB has been a wasteland, at least for me, this year. So to, guy, to grab a guy like Hawkins who maybe he stays that way after he comes back from concussion, maybe he – Goes back to a deeper role. I don't really know, but I'm happy with it right now. It does suck for Trey Hendrickson. Are we expecting him to miss like a a lot of time? Is this Joseph Osai? I mean, it's day to day, so I okay. think I think okay. he'll probably be in the mix to play this coming weekend. I got gotcha. you, Addy. What you got for us on the Bengals side? I mean, it's unfortunate that Jermaine Pratt didn't have a good game because I think most people probably started him. That was a pretty much a, a yeah, layup, layup of a matchup. I, I mean, and you should have, and you should start him next week as well, mm-hmm. but. Um, Akeem Davis Gaither was actually the guy that, that showed up in the, the the stat sheet a lot more. Ten point two five points. I think that was on nine tackles, mm-hmm. but played sixty eight percent of the snaps, which is exactly what we were expecting between sixty to seventy percent. That previously the Jermaine Pratt role. So yeah, I think ADG is going to be very useful, extremely efficient. Um, if he if he's going to keep getting seventy percent, which he will, he's a fine start. Both of them could be. Very similar production type linebackers, I think, for your team. I yeah. think one week could be, you know, it's kind of like a Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner type situation. Not talent-wise, but I think points-wise, you can look up and, wow, Dre had a week. Oh, wow, cool. It's, it's what we've seen there with Logan Wilson and, uh, and Pratt already. You yeah. know, it's the same thing. Yep. How well, long is Wilson out for? Two uh, to five, I think, is, yeah. is what yeah. I saw. And uh, it reminds me a little bit of this Falcons situation. Two players that are kind of gross, you know, uh, Jermaine Pratt and uh, Akeem Davis-Gaither just because, you know, he's sort of a late, later-round draft pick that hadn't gotten a lot of run yet. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at these two linebackers for the Falcons, and it's two guys that nobody's, like, set the world on fire for, and Michael Walker and Rashawn Evans. But, I mean, I think week in and week out, yeah. flip a coin on who's, who's going to be more productive. We saw Rashawn Evans... And uh, Akeem Davis-Gaither come out on top of that heap this week. Mm-hmm. It could yeah. easily flip in week eight. Who knows? It's clear that Atlanta likes Michael Walker. He's back in the lineup and playing 100% of snaps a week off of being injured. Yes, yes, he did play, uh, folks. You know, know, only three points. points. Yeah, yeah, only three points. Troy Anderson actually outscored him on 41% of snaps. But back to a part-time role for Troy Anderson. If you're going to be starting some Falcons linebackers, it needs to be Michael Walker or Rashawn Evans. The Jesse Bates trash can season continues. Mm-hmm. 95% of snaps, 2.5 points. So I mean, He's droppable, bomb. right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Time to cut bait. Even Von Bell is kind of taking a turn for the worse here lately. Yeah, 6.25. Six, six and a quarter on 100%, on 100. of snaps. Mm. Not great, Bob. Now, this is a tough matchup, though, for your DBs, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, not, although Von Bell does spend a, a lot of time in the box, uh, Remember the Falcons? I think threw three uh, thirteen times yes, last they week, did. and that's about what they do every single week. I think. Yeah. Um, so you're just not going to get any pass volume. No, you gotta, you gotta. I don't know. It may be, it may be getting late, early for Marcus Mariota. This team had a, some fun. They were kind of flashy, but I mean, you can't have a modern day game plan with Desmond Ritter or with Marcus Mariota throwing the ball a dozen times a game. You got to get that rookie in there and see what you got. Yeah. I was just trying to make sense of what you said. What's it's that? getting late early. Yeah. I had to. It's getting late early. Roll that one through. That's uh, It got late early for Matt Ryan. You hate to see it. Mm. Hate to see it if you're a Lions fan, and there were a lot of people on the Lions bandwagon after hard knocks. Go down 24-6 to six to the Dallas Cowboys. You was. You was. I did. I enjoyed that team. Speaking of hard knocks, that uh, midseason Arizona Cardinals hard knocks could uh, 
That could be Takes very, jobs. very spicy. Yeah. Have they already recorded that, or is that They're like working current on stuff? It. When they did the Colt season last year, which was the first one, they basically zoomed through the whole season in like a montage okay. and got caught up with the current week, and then that was it. Was basically hard knocks from that point forward. They just cut to Kyler gaming every like forty five seconds. I hope they actually <laughs> don't you feel it's kind of turning though for Arizona. You got you got Hopkins back. I don't know. I felt some good energy. There was yes, game. there was good energy there, but you also had Kyler ripping his coach a new a hole. Coming off the field. Yeah. So there's some bad vibes. I don't think Kyler and Kingsbury are. He was telling them to calm the F down. Yeah. Really? Seems, yeah. I couldn't. Li- I knew it was. I think. I mean, it's pretty something much Something expletive in there. Yeah. Did you, um, did you see the DeAndre Hopkins I'm back like Twitter montage? I heard there was one. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't get a chance to see it. There was a bunch of people retweeting like, this is the first ever like I'm back from PED like montage. That's true. Yeah. Ever made. It's <laughs> like I battled my way back from taking a banned substance. Go me. <laughs> he was I, good though. I always feel like Kyler's attitude towards Kingsbury is like, what the hell are we doing? Like, why? Why? What are these plays? Yeah. Why can you never call anything that doesn't end in me running for my life and buying like eight seconds back there and making yeah. a miracle throw? In hindsight, I am glad they paid Kyler. You can see the talent. It's just a mess there. Everything yeah. around they him need is an, just They a need mess. a new regime there. They yeah. need to clean house and get I, some talent around I, him. I feel like Kyler would do a little bit better with like an older coach. You know, you put him with a Andy Reid or like a Belichick oh, or yeah. somebody who can kind of just be like, look, you can't walk over here and tell me like anything that you just told Kingsbury. When you're the uh, $230 million quarterback, you can tell Kingsbury whatever you want. You're the highest paid, most important person in that building. You still on uh, – you think they're they're uh, going to be done this year? I do indeed. You, you still Guards, on that? 5 and 12, Kime and Kingsbury out the door. Wow. Called it in the You think it's going to change or you think we're still steady? <laughs> Such a bummer that Hollywood got hurt, man. I know. He I was know. balling. Because uh, he's a baller. He is. Uh, he started the last season like this and got hurt. Them not using McBride has been weird too. Well, you got Ertz playing just that's fine. That's true. I mean, that's Ertz true. is good. Yeah, they got they have a lot of fun pieces on the team. I mean, Rondell Moore is a lot of fun. I mean, we've seen him be electric in, in some moments. You know, Benjamin having some Greg Dorch. Greg Dorch. <laughs> Why not? It's a I fun like last name. I Dorch. Like Dorch. Is, that's great. I don't know how Michaels like, was pronouncing it really weird. He was like Dorch. Yeah, Michaels <laughs> like every time. Michaels is having a bad season. Like I like to pay attention to the announcers. Why and, is why are him and Chris not together? Why are we why, doing that? Why is Herb Street around? I don't feel like any of Herb Street's games. Like given, I know the Thursday night games have been bad. I feel like Herb Street has been not great. He's not. He's a little out of his depth. He's a little out of his comfort zone. It would be like sending an NFL. Be like sending Troy Aikman down to call college games. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not a fair ask of this guy that's exclusively done college for whatever fifteen years. But the reason that Chris Collinsworth is not with Al Michaels is because NBC forced Al Michaels out the door because they knew they had Mike Tirico waiting in the wings to come in as the new play-by-play guy. They didn't want to let go of Collinsworth. So, and Amazon wanted a big fish. Michaels wanted to stay with NBC, but he was forced out the door because they wanted Tirico to get into that seat. Um, it was just kind of odd man out. And he got booted out and... I don't know if they had auditions with different color analysts to see who would work best with Al Michaels, but um, you know, Kirk's called some NFL games before and done okay. They probably just wanted a big name. Mm-hmm. I think the chemistry's fine. It's just they've gotten bad games. Yeah. Michael seems really bored and just kind of pissed that he's calling games on Amazon. I mean, the ad reads for the Amazon television shows that he has to do are hilarious. 
He's just he's had a bad season. It's been it's been a bad look. Are you okay with Tariko and uh, Chris? I'm honestly not even listening that much. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not. I miss Michaels and Collinsworth. That was I keep it my favorite. Kind of paused or muted for the most part. Ba- and he just <laughs> I just pause it, it fall and then I asleep. Just, Catch up on Twitter. Drift off to sleep. Look at the box the scores. I mean, truly. Yeah, that's how we do it here. At that's the right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how we keep getting off this Lions-Cowboys game because there was a lot to talk about in this Cowboys game. We know what we're doing with the Dallas IDPs. We're firing them up. This defense has been awesome this season. But does that now extend to Sam Williams, boys? Probably not yet. But the rookie had 32.15 points leading all scores. Speaking of rookies, Aiden Hutchinson, 20.9 points on 89% of snaps. Alex Anzalone outscored Malcolm Rodriguez once again on 89% of snaps compared to 73% for Rodrigo. But on the Dallas side, boys, if you fired up one of these IDP options, you were going home grinning. Micah Parsons, 17.35. Donovan Wilson, 17. Dorrance Armstrong, discount. Demarcus Lawrence, 16.15 points. Trayvon Diggs, why not? 15.55. It's uh, just a great time to have assets from this Cowboys defense. But, Addy, Sam Williams, we're rostering him, but we're probably not starting him yet, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Dorrance Armstrong is just playing way too good there. I mean, he's not going to he's not gonna you know replace him. But you love to see Sam Williams – do this in his limited reps. I mean, this is this is great for dynasty, for dynasty uh, players. But um, that's insane that he outscored the percentage of snaps that he was on the field. Yeah, you don't often see that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, for what seemed like was going to be a problem for the Cowboys. You know, that was always that was the talk all off season. Was like, oh boy, how are they going to replace Randy Gregory? Mm-hmm. Dorrance Armstrong took a step. Him, yeah, yeah. Armstrong took a step. I mean, he's got a great log, boys. Yeah, I've got it here. He has um, six sacks on the season, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and games of 15, 12, 18, 5, 18, and 22 points. Um, Dorrance Armstrong, oh my goodness. Only two single-digit games this season. And yep. that was on 28 snaps, the first one, four points against Tampa Bay. And uh, ever since then, the snaps have been better. Mm-hmm. Still not getting a ton. Uh, 30, 46, 40, 33, 37, well, 31. So not like outrageous number of snaps. Played 53%. That's about that's what fine. he's done. They have some rotation, though. Ogbonia, Okorongwo. They also have Dante Fowler. Yeah. Um, that line, can they, can they can rotate because they have the depth right now. Um, whereas Randy Gregory is not even playing in Denver right now. I mean, we didn't even have Anthony Barr, J. Ron Curse, Leighton yeah. Vander Esch, Demarcus Lawrence, all north of seven points. Yeah. Barr, Curse, and Vander Esch north of ten points. They don't even crack the top five. LVE continuing on the most yeah. mediocre LB2 season that uh, nobody's talked about on IDP Twitter. Yeah, he's been very solid. Yep. So uh, Deshaun Elliott left this game. We should mention for the Lions, uh, cramping day to day. He should be fine. Uh, let's move to another game here, and I'm going to give all? you. Yeah, we're all hurting. We're all hurting this time of year, folks. We're all cramping, trying to hydrate. I'm going to give you the solo cam here, Addy. Oh, Packers boy. 21, Commanders 23. Headline: Devondre Campbell. That's it. That's the tweet. Speak on it, Addy. I think I already did earlier in the episode. <laughs> well, now that we have the specifics. That's why you play IDP, folks, 
eight points, 100% of the snaps. He was a guy that I think for the most part, you know, he's been a bit of a letdown so far this year. But um, now we can put him on the block and say, hey, who wants the LB8? Who wants, you know, whatever he is now, thanks to this huge week. But um, that's why that's why you draft a guy like Devondre Campbell High. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he is that type of player. I mean, he's 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 um, – he has the upside to be drafted as a top 12 linebacker. That's that's why we were taking him and why we were uh, big fans of him. Um, and he has been disappointing, but he's had games of 13.75, and a half. Fine. His worst game was Solid. four. That's fine. And then he had eight and a quarter, nine and a quarter, and 7.5 the last three weeks before this. Now, I will say I was trying to trade Devondre Campbell um, a few, and I'm still going to be trying to, to trade Devondre Campbell, um, but no one was wanting him. No, I was, I was, and I was kind of giving people decent deals. I mean, I was, I was asking just for like a third, maybe a third and a fourth, um, but no one was wanting him because he was, he was underperforming. I think people were worried about like, is this guy, was it just a one year, you know, wonder type deal? But the play has turned around. He's looking much better. Um, the PFF grades are starting to look very good. I think he was in the nineties this week. So, uh, and of course, a pick six will help that, but it definitely will. And exactly what Evan said on our pod that. Quay Walker is not after Javondre Campbell's butt. I like, I like the butt talk. They're just gonna play they're gonna play alongside each other and they're gonna be fine. Yeah. Seventy three percent of snaps. We should mention Quay Walker, twenty point two five points of yep. the year. Now yep. there have been some high scoring like linebacking games this year, some twenties and some thirties. Can y'all remember the last like middle linebacker that scored north of 40 points. I don't think we've had a 50-burger this year. I don't think we have. But even like a Devin we've come close. Really? But, um, Last year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't, we have. This is probably the highest-scoring IDP performance of the season. Most of the high-scoring. Pretty scoring, close to it. The high-scoring ones from this year have been, like, the Judons, the Miles Garretts, the Aaron Donald, most of the linemen, I feel like. I don't know that many of the – Linebackers who've gotten the almost forty six, almost forty six. I mean, you won points. your week. You won your week if yeah, you started you Devondre Campbell. Campbell. So we should mention for the Commanders. I lost. So. <laughs> there you go. Well, <laughs> can't all be wasted. Sorry, Adam. Luck. Sorry <laughs> Adam. See that. Commanders were disappointing across the board. Jamin Davis leading the pack with eleven and a quarter tells you all you need to know. But tell me about this Rashad Wild Goose character, folks. What's going on here? How did I not know up to this point that there was a Wild Goose? Character running around the NFL, Addy. Love to see it. We're going to be adding him everywhere. <laughs> right. He will be at the top of uh, the waiver articles. Legit, though. What position does he play? Uh, what's going on there? Is he in, in uh, replacement of someone? I'm so curious. He's just, he's their wild goose. That's, that's what he is. <laughs> Sounds like a good bourbon yeah. brand. That's what he is. He plays the wild goose. What are we? Position. What are we drinking, Josh? We're drinking Rashad Wild Goose. Uh, it's <laughs> aged beautifully seven years. Oak barrels all the like uh seven and a half points for Rashawn Gary Bobo 61 percent of snaps any worry nah he had a strip sack that was pretty filthy that got called back due to a um pretty dumb holding penalty I think in the secondary for the Packers so he would have saved your week with that play alone I don't know the pressure's still fine the usage is still fine the snaps are still fine I'm rolling out Rashawn Gary with confidence um I want to talk about Cam Curl real quick sure um Cam Curl is still showing out pretty nicely. Um, eighty, per, uh, yeah, 80.7 tackle grade last week. I don't exactly know what he scored. I will look him up real quick. He scored 10.75 on 100% of snaps That's this fine. Week. That's fine. I, I feel Solid. Like, I feel Second like, place for the commanders. I feel like Curl's... Um, I feel like Curl's season is is just starting to now ramp up. He's getting healthy. The usage is there. 
Um, you probably there's a lot of people. I'm looking at a guy right now who didn't even start Cam Curl and instead started Sean Elliott and Jesse Bates. Ooh, let's get Bates out it's of there. Bengals fan in it. We won't comment on that. <laughs> but I, I just really like Cam Curl for the rest of the season. Is all I'm going to say. Are y'all um, Cole Holcomb? Y'all want to talk about him? We haven't said his name in a while. Yes. Don't sit him. Yep. Who cares? I mean, the the he's a good tackler. He's a great tackler. I mean, you're looking at, you know, probably eight tackles yep. every single week. Kind of yep. LVES. He has gone 5, 10, 9, 8, 16, 12, 9. That's solid. Yeah. So that's about I'll take a that. 10 tackle average. I'll take that. Um, do you guys remember Chase Young? Who? Chase old Chase, Boy, he was uh, the was he the one hundred and one in the twenty nineteen draft? Was he the first pick, second pick? He was the second pick, second I believe. Pick. That yeah. was the Baker draft, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. No, he no, was, no that was he was, that was the, too long. Ago. He was the second pick in whatever draft he was in. I'm looking it up. He was two years ago, right? Three uh, years ago, uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, because Sam took him at the one oh six. One oh six. He was the first. Who pick. was the who was the uh who was the quarterback first pick in the NFL draft that hold on. Y'all yeah, I was gonna say that banter was, for a minute. Uh twenty twenty God, that was the COVID draft. That was the virtual you know, draft. Like, that feels like a thousand years ago. Twenty twenty NFL draft. Bubba, I'm vamped for as long as I can. Joe Burrow was the overall pick. <laughs> That's person. right. That there we sense. go. Chase Young was number two. Yep. So the one oh two. And then it was Herbert around. Okuda there. three, Andrew Thomas four, Tua. Five, Justin Herbert, six. Wow. Crazy draft. I remember that Damn, draft. Damn, dude, imagine if the commanders took Herbert. Listen to the insanity of this one. Isaiah Simmons went eight. Um, Henry Ruggs went 12. Javon Kinlaw went 14. Jerry Judy, 15. A.J. Terrell, 16. CeeDee Lamb, 17. That was a good draft. Jalen Ramsey, 21. Justin Jefferson, Jaylen 22. Ramsey. Sorry, Jalen Raker. I was like, Jalen Ramsey back in the draft, baby. Justin Jefferson, 22. <laughs> Kenneth Murray, 23. Jordan wow. Brooks, 27. Pat Queen, 28. Wow, wow, wow. T. Higgins, 33. Yeah, you don't sit. Uh, I you, could go through this. You don't sit Cole Holcomb. Do you want to see John Macri? CEH, 32. Sit Cole Holcomb. I was going to say that next. CEH, 32. Over JT, DeAndre Swift. JT, 41. Yes, DeAndre Swift was 35. Wow, DeAndre Swift went over JT. I forget about that. Do you want me to continue, Josh, or you want to go back to the idea? A lot of good tangents. Let's just make this (laughs) an NFL draft 2020 special. We might upset uh, like one or two listeners out there if we go on any more tangents. So let's let's keep it rolling, though, and talk about something else equally depressing. Talk about the commanders not taking Justin Herbert at two. Let's talk about the Buccaneers losing 21 to three. To the CMC and coachless Carolina Panthers. Don't get into it yet. Let's let's talk about it. I know you like the I know you like the macro uh, the outside. What's going on with the Buccaneers? What's going on with Tom? Tell me, Joshy. Uh, I mean, there was a great discussion of it on the Athletic Football Show today. I think the protection issues uh, have not helped. That offensive line is playing poorly. We knew the interior offensive line was going to be bad, given the injuries they sustained, the losses through retirement they sustained, um, but. Tom Brady doesn't look comfortable. I mean, Greg was saying Godwin doesn't look right. I mean, there's just, this was a crazy stat. So they are on third and long, which is like third and seven, third and eight, which they're in a lot because they are very inefficient on first and second down. Mm -hmm. They are four of 43 on the season. Oh my God. That's like 9%. The league average is like 25%. And the, Kansas City Chiefs are sitting at like 
So the best team in the league is about 40 percentage points better on third and long than the Bucs are. So this team, this offense is just out of sorts. Um, and I, I don't know, man. It's just some teams have funky, dark, weird seasons. Todd Bowles is pissed. He's like, this is our darkest hour. We got to play tougher. It's just all bad. It's They're all old. bad vibes. They're yeah. old. Who turns it around, uh, Rodgers or Brady? I think they're both. This this these seasons are just washes from both for different reasons. I think Brady has a much better shot mm-hmm. of turning it around. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've shown glimpses. The Packers have. Godwin still rests. Godwin still probably doesn't trust his knee yet. Yeah, but yeah, he doesn't look like himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Evans is really like the only player they have mm-hmm. that's that's worth a damn this year. I mean, you got a lot of, and then you got like Kate Otten. You're yeah. at, at a tight end. No rapport. Yeah. He doesn't have an Fournette or a Gronk. You know, they're just they're just old at this point. Yep. Like, yep. They just don't have. Just, it's like a band that stayed together too long. They mm-hmm. should have just called it quits after. Problem. I mean, they they should have run it back. I think they were smart to run it back. But coming back a third year, especially after Brady retired, it just felt like one year too many. Mike Evans drop yesterday was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah, that was that was like some. Would you have had stuff. that? You'd have had that. Right? Oh, easy. Gloves or no gloves? You probably didn't need gloves. For that. He just tapes up his fingers. Yeah. yeah. I don't like gloves. <laughs> just like different fingers, though. Not all of his fingers. He like, tapes them together. He tapes them together. Yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, alien hands, like penguin hands. But this game was this game sucked all the way around. We have to we have to look into that. I don't know about that, Josh. Unless you had Brian Burns, which Burns had a nice game, nineteen point six five. The rest of the IDP assets in this game were abysmal. Brian Burns, did you guys see the report that they were offered two first? Two first. Would you guys trade Brian uh, Brian Burns if you were that GM? Absolutely. Yeah, what are we doing? I'm having a fire sale. DJ oh, Moore, come and get him. Uh, J.C. Horn, sure, why not? I mean, yeah, you just tear it well, down. Is that a real studs. offer? Or is that just a... Oh, yeah, we got two first. Well, they're saying he's we untradeable. Said no. Yeah, they're saying he's untradeable. He's a building block. So how do you bolster that claim? <laughs> You say that you turned down two first round picks. It's like no, we ne- no one sent you two first. Yeah, everyone's like all the owners are um, texting each other. Like, did you send two first? Did <laughs> you send two first? No. I sent one first. Yeah, they're in the GM Slack, like <laughs> slacking each other. There's a private chat on Slack with all of them, but the the uh, Dan Panthers Snyder's yeah. not in there. It was him that did it. He's the idiot owner. Yeah, it's, you think the owner's sending out trades? <laughs> Hey, let's do two he first there. for Brian Burns. The other thing, one of the, one of the two. The reason you take it is because these two next drafts look like they're pretty stupid. I think the depth is supposed to be insane in twenty three and twenty four. Well, whatever is going on there, it's darkness for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Antoine Winfield head injury, unlikely to play Thursday's game versus the Ravens. That'll be a schlock fest. I can't wait for that. But. On the Panther side of things, uh, what? How many words were you never heard of that combining one? A there? Schlock fest? Y'all don't know what schlock is? I was thinking like slug fest. Schlock is just like just kind of junk. You're it's making that like, up. It's just like uh, nasty, kind of flotsam and jetsam. Do y'all know those words? Those are fun. Yeah. Flotsam nope. and jetsom. Yeah, no, y'all need to open up know. a thesaurus. No What's thanks. wrong with y'all? We're gonna put a we're gonna put a little uh, you know the little squiggly line at the bottom of your word doc when you something's wrong. It's highlighting that word absolutely, it's and not. it's gonna say no replacements. I'm gonna look up uh, schlock and give y'all the official. <laughs> no, definition. don't 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 uh, don't hit the Google image. Don't hit the Google image. Not if you're going to type that in. Nope. That's probably a good point. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Any concern here, gentlemen, for yes. uh, Frankie Louvu? 3.5 points on 66% of snaps. Yes, the answer is yes. But a more important question for you, Josh, are you concerned about Devin White? I mean, he's had um, some slow games after setting the world on fire. The answer is no. That's DW. That's what DW does. That's right. <laughs> Schlock, here it is. Oh, you ready? Cool. Just, little just, Arthur just, exactly. Little Arthur Riff. Just off the cuff. That's beautiful. I didn't get it at all. Talk about things I don't get. I'm looking at the definition of schlock. But he knows all these damn words. It's almost like I write for a living and I have to know words. The children's show Cheap or inferior goods or material. Trash. Boy, I'm sweating. I'll look up Flotsam and Jetsam next. I'm not not afraid of Luvu. Luvu, I think they're just kind of... You know, letting him get his feet under him. He's been out for a little bit. Go, go, Frankie. Get your ass out there, Bo. I think you'll be fine. Let's talk about a team that may be turning it around. Of course, it helps to play the Houston Texans, who are in full-blown rebuild mode. The Raiders get the 38-20 win over the Texans. Christian Harris is ascending, at least in terms of the snaps. He might have missed four tackles, but for Vegas... It looks like it's going to be double D and DP at LB until further notice. Sorry, B-Mart. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) How about that, boys? (laughs) I thought y'all would like that. That was fantastic. It's too much. Too much. Too much. Pushed it too far. (laughs) Double D and DP alongside DW at LB. That's right. At, uh, yeah, A&W, Route 44. If um, I didn't read it, I wouldn't know what we're talking about I know, about right? Here. Yeah, sorry. Divine Diablo <laughs> and Denzel Perryman at linebacker. Sorry, Blake Martinez, to translate for y'all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, yeah. I guess uh, Gruje Hill season is over. Yep. That not seems that, that way. That, not that anyone was using, uh, using him anymore. I mean, he was, um, the usage was fine with him, but he was just putting up some stinker. I mean, he had that one week. And then that was week one. That was it. That was it. That was it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, good to see Christian Harris out there. Uh, like you mentioned, four missed tackles. That's not great, but he is a young fella and he will, um, he'll get a long, he'll get a long leash. So I, he's someone that might be worth an ad. I mean, with this performance and with the miss, you know, I, I've been seeing the, the miss four tackles going around on Twitter. So, I mean, I don't think people are going to be running out to the waiver wires, but, if he's going to end up getting a large role. If he's going to take Kamu Grugier Hill's yeah, role, if, I want that guy. If he gets 80 to 100%, I mean, yes, we want him. I don't I don't care how poor he looked week one. Yeah, we should specify here, 68% of snaps. Uh, that was, I don't even think we have Kamu Grugier Hill on here, boys. Mm-mm. Yeah, so Christian Kirksey still playing 100% of snaps. He's the linebacker you want there. But uh, I think for teams, as Sig pointed out in our first episode, teams where it ain't working, pay attention. It's not working in Houston. Christian Harris uh, on the way up. Rasheem Green's been really solid this year. Boo Bam, you're welcome. Myself and Joey told you to start Rasheem Green this weekend. That's right. I remember that. You're right, Adam. He has four and a half sacks on the season um, and double-digit scoring in four of his five games. So you're right. And we mentioned when we were, you know, talking about him in passing when he started off hot at the beginning of the year, like I was surprised how young he is. Yeah. Just twenty five, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so yeah, I mean, he could have a he, he could a have little, a future ahead of him. He's got a little draft capital. He's a third rounder in uh, twenty eighteen. Um yeah, I like Green. Yeah, and he just no one ever talked about him. Nope. You know, no one no one cared about him. So 
That's someone. No one cared about him. I mean, no one ever loved him. No one gave him a chance. <laughs> He's never been loved. He's never been kissed. Sorry, I was just saying that Clellan Farrell is still on this Raiders team. I thought, did they not cut him? No. No, he's still out there. 63% of snaps. He's still out there. Those were all special teams snaps. They keep him around to uh, remind that GM what he done. <laughs> the, the GM's he's no longer there. The GM's gone. <laughs> Boy, we are really uh, really doing something tonight. I'm, Sir, sorry to the two haters out there <laughs> that wanted to make it about themselves and leave us a nasty review. Awful sweet of you. We do appreciate our three stars. We are taking all your comments very seriously. As you can tell from our 28th tangent of the night. Wait. Broncos lose to the Jets 9-16. to 16. What a weird game this was. Good Lord. Brett Ripien, Russell Wilson. Going to be out for a while, it seems like, with the hamstring injury. But it was a major bummer just all the way around for this game. Uh, unless you were rolling out DBs from the New York Jets. Sauce Gardner, 24 points. DJ Reed, 21.5. Thank you, Macri, for ranking him highly. Picked him up in the XFFL this week. And your boy, Bobo LaMarcus Joyner, 13.95 points. Really the only thing to write home from about this game, Alex Singleton, the long, greasy-haired man, 10 and a quarter points. Bobo, floor is yours. One of my favorite things from this weekend was, I don't know if this was a Jets radio guy or maybe just TV announcer, but talking about how Cortland Sutton got lost in the sauce. That he did. I think that was the TV announcer. I loved that. That was that was a highlight from the weekend. But Sauce Gardner might be him. Uh, DJ Reed is also pretty good on the opposite side. Um, yeah, man, the Jets are for real. The Jets are a good, they're a good team. If Zach Wilson cannot be bad, they're going to have – They're gonna. well, I don't know. Brees Hall going out might hurt. Both these New York teams are fool's gold. This is the classic start of the season yeah, just story, just playing well. I mean, they got Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson, and now Brees Hall's gone. Elijah Vera Tucker is gone. Yeah, Vera Tucker mean, sucks. Hall was playing good. about to go sideways. If they can wow, get – thanks, Josh. If they can get to maybe like <laughs> eight or nine wins and like scrape into the playoffs, that's a victory. Way better from what they did last yes, year. I'm not saying absolutely. they're in the Super Bowl, but for the Jets, they're pretty good. And compared to the rest of this NFL landscape, they are a good team just because there aren't a lot of good teams right now. I, well, I feel like they're very – they're a middle team right now. I mean, there's a ton of teams that are – In that big, fat middle? I mean, who's are the Jets or the Packers better this year? Probably the Jets. Jets beat them, didn't that's they? That's right. So, yeah, they, they beat them last week. How did y'all beat the Chiefs? That's a great question. That's just, dude, I mean, every NFL, week, yeah. every single week, there's just like, what? how did the Panthers stomp all over the Bucks, Buccaneers? You know? The, yeah. the Chiefs, the, the Colts did not win that game. The Chiefs lost that game. Like, yeah. I said that at the time. That was, if you watch that game, very fluky. And there's probably a lot of games that fall under that umbrella. Was that in Indy? Yeah, I think so. I think it was, yeah. So, sucky news coming out of this game. Baron Browning hip injury week to week. Browning is expected to be sidelined for several weeks. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network reports Jonathan Cooper will likely be ticketed for an expanded role while Browning is sidelined. This was a bummer just because the Baron Browning emergence was one of the most exciting stories for IDP mm-hmm. in all of 2022, and now he goes on the shelf for an extended period of time. It's a bummer, Addy. Yeah, hate to see that. Uh, Dramont Jones underrated needs uh needs to be owned out there in all your leagues oh, um, just getting needs canceled. to be out there rostered in all your leagues there you go <laughs> come back to us too uh, much beer i'm gonna start cutting you off yeah, yeah. His, his his uh he's got some boom weeks he's had 26.9 now 24.75 
Uh, some single point games in there, but yes, yeah, you could a, do worse. That's his position. Uh, Alex Singleton, his time is certainly coming to a close with Josie Jewell set to return. It's, he was um, there was a chance he was going to play this week. He he got in some limited practices, but they held him out. So I think you know probably next week Josie Jewell is going to be back out there. Alex Singleton needs to go back to the bench until we see what it mm-hmm. looks like. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to see both those guys out there playing significant snaps. It's going to be one or the other. What's the time frame on Randy Gregory? Is he coming back at all? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's out for the season. Okay. I don't remember talking seen, about that's that. A, that's a that's a trend for Gregory. It seems like he's mm-hmm. always you know yep. banged up or yeah, when that. he's out there he plays well, but he's not out there a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. misses a lot of time. Let's talk about one of the weirder outcomes in terms of offensive and IDP scoring for the weekend: Chiefs 44, 49ers twenty three. The Chiefs offense and defense had a field day against CMC's new team. If he's still on waivers, go grab Willie Gay while you can. We're not recommending the same for Drake Greenlaw's replacement day-to-day with a calf injury. If he's out, it's going to be a toss-up between Oren Burks and Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, Foles. But either way, not good. While Willie Gay should be on your rosters, Bobo, these San Francisco 49ers linebackers should not. You don't often see a game where the offense and the defense just racks up the points. But that's what we saw here with the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of big-name IDPs came through for you. It was a pretty fun game to watch. What's uh, what's the deal with Al-Shair? Is he hurt pretty long-term? Yeah, he's out. Okay. Yeah, they put him on IR. Okay. He'd probably due back at some point. I mean, he's been out since, like, week one, I believe. Mm-hmm. So All right. surely he's getting close. Because when they put in Demetrius Flanagan fouls, I thought, where's Al-Shair at? Yeah, that's what I thought. I went looking for Al-Shair. Yeah. Um, let's answer Nico's question real quick uh, from this weekend. Tell Anoa Hufunger, y'all, y'all buying in to the the dynasty asset? I think he's top five, top six, probably. Yeah, I safety. Agree. I think I have him as safety four, probably climbing up a little further once I get in there and update again. But I mean, yeah, helped more by the fact that safety is just kind of black. Exactly. Right now. I'm yeah, I'm buying him as a top five safety, but mm-hmm. I'm not buying any safety. This out, is ever. very. This is very. Uh, Almost Isaiah Simmons-esque, two tackles, two assists, one INT, one pass defense, and then two interception yards. So, of his 12.7 points last week, a majority of those were from that INT. Um, I don't know. I'm not quite there yet. He's got two pretty good linebackers that play in front of him, and I know he plays that in the box some, but... There's just not a lot of good safeties, dude. Yeah, and there's not a lot of good safeties that I really just want to... I, I want to, you know, link arms with long-term, you know? Yeah. There's, is this really a guy that you're like, man, 2023, I feel great going into it with Telenohu Funga. Are there any? Who what safeties are you are you wanting to, you know, for one, spend the capital that it's going to take to acquire him? So if you're talking like a, a Brisker. Yeah. Secrets out on him. Probably a second for Brisker now. Yeah, I'm not paying that. No, I'm not either. I'm just saying but that's, that's what, what somebody's going to want. want. Yep. And if you take him in a startup, you're going to have to spend like a top what eight safety pick on him? I'd, I'd imagine, right? You have Hufunga. What what's what's it gonna take to for somebody to come and get him? I mean, I probably try to get a second for him, but realistically, a third. I think if you can get a third, yeah. I like, think if you're the manager of Hufunga, you're gonna want more than a third. Yeah, it's like, like I'm, I'm not selling for a third. Away. Yeah, because the guy I'm gonna get in the third round, I'm gonna hope turns into Talano Hufunga. So, yeah, I think I have a better chance of getting an upgrade over Hufunga in the second round. So, no, I'm not going to sell him for a third, but that's probably what you would get for him, realistically. I'd probably trade Hufunga for – I might trade him for a third. 
I don't. You're not ever going to get a second. And what happens if your window if you, just closes? I think if you're going to try and get a second, you're going to do like um, Hufunga and a fourth yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. Or Hufunga and a third for a second and a fourth. You know what I mean? You got yeah. you got to be willing to throw some picks in there too. But I mean, yeah, I think you just, if you're going to trade a, a safety, you want to be looking to upgrade into those. You want to you want to get in that second round. Yeah. We're talking about otherwise the, you are just going to hold just because he is. I mean, he's an advantage week to week at, at safety for you right now. I wish the DBs were better this year because it would give us more to talk about. But the DBs have just been really weird. Yeah, Hufanga, Winfield, Derwin, Donovan Wilson, Von Bell, um, Marcus Williams, Minka Fitzpatrick, Julian Love, Mike Edwards, Deshaun Elliott. Just and some of the top safeties in our, no, the yeah. RSO league. Just uh, a lot. Did you, when you have Ryan Neal, who we're going to talk about here in just a minute, going for 30 points in back-to-back weeks, mm-hmm. it's just I don't don't hold too tightly to safeties. Go trading for Legereus Sneed, who had yeah. 12.2 points on 87% snap last week. Um, also, another shout-out to Evan from last week. He tried to tell everybody, hey, Willie Gay's coming back, and on 56% of the snaps, he had almost 13 points. Nick Bolton continues to be Nick Bolton. 87% of snaps, almost 16 points. Um, a Frank Clark sighting, also a Chris Jones sighting, both of them right around 23 points on the week. Um, the Chiefs team is for real on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say there. Hey, Frank Clark sighting, Addy. He's heating up a little bit, man. He's yep. in those best ball leagues that we took him, you know, the all last in. pick of the draft. Exactly. Those are, he's been coming through for you lately. So, um, yeah, I'd love to see it. Ryan Neal, the usage has been amazing this year. Set. Go for it. 31 snaps on the line, 114 in the box, 74 at free safety, 39 in the slot. So, I mean, mm-hmm. just dominating in the sweet spot. Love to see it. Sadly, um, I think the defensive line there for the Chiefs being kind of deep this year is going to limit Loftus a little bit, at least for 2022. Carlos Dunlap looks pretty decent. You know, Frank Clark is still fine. I know Loftus is getting, what did he get, 65% of the snaps last week. So that's actually really encouraging. I mean, Frank Clark was 70. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jones was 75. He had a nice week, yeah, after being down a little bit. Um, I keep thinking Melvin Ingram's there. He's not there anymore. He's in Miami. Miami. That's right. Yep. Got to give some love to Uchenna as well, man. He has been amazing this year, playing 80% of the snaps for Seattle Mm -hmm. Um, and making a play pretty much every single week. So, yeah. yeah, he's been a he's been a very nice surprise this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was someone that we loved on the show. So yep, yeah, one of your favorites, Addy. He's still young too, twenty five. Yeah, maybe twenty six. Seattle, that looks like a great deal. You know, they got him mm-hmm. for two years, twenty million, I think. But uh, yeah, well, let's just jump to that game, boys. Seahawks get the thirty seven to twenty three victory over the Chargers. Now the big name Chargers IDPs disappointed. But as Addy mentioned, Ryan Neal continues to make John Macri and Addy look like geniuses after his second straight game, scoring 25-plus points. J.C. Jackson, we learned, uh, was confirmed to have a torn patella tendon today. His season is over. That is a blow for that Los Angeles Chargers defense. But, yeah, the Seahawks IDPs look pretty good, led the way. Uh, Ryan Neal did 31.55 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, but it is interesting here, Addy. A lot of these guys we see showing up for the Seahawks, at least a couple here in the, uh, well, three in the top five. 
playing less than 65% of snaps. Daryl Taylor, 44%. Shelby Harris, 52 And Quentin Jefferson at 63 but all scored north of 12 points. Yeah, you're not, you're not relying on a lot of Seahawks. I mean, you got Ryan Neal, you got Jordan Brooks, you got Uchenna, and you got Tariq Woolen, who had a down week. But those are your... I think really your only four options you're going to have. Yeah, Cody Barton on 63% of snaps. Cody so. Barton season is over. Pour yep. one out. Thank you for your service. Um, but your butt. Your butt. Drew Tranquil continues to be butt when we trust him the most. Only 8.75 points yep. on 99% of snaps. But Derwin only had eight points on 100% of snaps. Khalil Mack, five points on 87%. It's just a down day. You're going to see this, like we said, Doing these recap shows, looking at all the players, you're going to see certain teams just have bad weeks. That was the Bucks earlier we talked about. Not a lot of production there. I think Vita Vea was the leading Bucks scorer. So just some wacky weeks sometimes. It happens. Another thing with Jordan Brooks, I mean, notice how he scores his points. It's just tackles. Mm-hmm. The dude doesn't do anything else, hardly ever. And that's been the case since he came in the league. And you know, I think he's going to be that prototype of like a, a Cunningham, um, Zach Cunningham, Jalen mm-hmm. Smith. Yes. He's going to be one of those types. So I think you need to keep that in mind in Dynasty Leagues. Um, I literally if you can sell him. It's time to probably do it while he's still producing. He's going to be an LB1 as long as his, he's going to be an LB1 until he's a rookie. But there is a chance that the floor falls out very fast with him. Um, so I think you can. Anytime you can move him, I think you should do it. In 2022, when being targeted 26 times, there were 22 completions for 240 yards. It sounds about right. And two touchdowns. So, yeah, Addy mentioned the tackles. 12, 11, 9, 11, 11, 11, 8. The rest of the little score chart there on his sleeper profile, one fumble recovery, one forced fumble. That is it. Let me, let me ask you a dumb question. Would you trade Jordan Brooks for Pat Queen Plus right now? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pat Queen the plus. plus part, the what, plus. What about this? a better player Not, this season? Well, Brooks has been really good. Here's the here's the you're talking like plus a third. Yeah, like any plus anything, plus a wide receiver, plus a whatever, plus two first, whatever you want. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's do it. I'm here. Sure, I have hacked into your account. I just think that like maybe long term, maybe we want Pat Queen more than Jordan Brooks. Mm-hmm. But the if, if we've learned anything, at least I think I feel like for me this year is that. While I may value one of these players in a certain way, or maybe not as much, a lot of the IDP community still loves these Chase Young types that haven't touched the field at all in 2022. Um, And while the public perception of Jordan Brooks may be still high, um, go get Pat Queen Plus. I will say, though, I'm probably not doing that trade at all. I don't. I, I want to. I want picks. I don't want to bring on another linebacker sure. that I have any type of concern about. Right. I I want to cash out if I can. Pat Queen in a third. Yes, I'll do that. Sure. But I'm hoping to get rid of Jordan Brooks and get a second. Sure. And I'm, I can't get Pat Queen with the second, you know? So gotcha. I, I'm looking for picks. So Somebody I can get, might give you Pat Queen in a second for Jordan Brooks. Yeah, sign me up. Go, oh, boy. Don't you? I feel like Jordan Brooks' like persona in the IDP, IDP world is just crazy. Don't be fooled, folks. He is the flotsam and jetsam of IDP. Oh, my gosh. Brought it back around. I'm looking this up. I agree. Yeah. I agree 100% with that statement, yeah. Josh. Thank you, Adam. I'm glad you're on the uh, Flotsam and Jetsam train and the Schlock train. It's good to have you on board. Speaking of Schlock, Steelers, 10, <laughs> Dolphins, 16. Two led Dolphins get the dub on Sunday Night Football. And uh, 
Where else would we start this conversation besides Jalen Phillips? Woo! Oh, baby. Meanwhile, it was a meh day all around for the Steelers' IDPs and the rookie QB, but Jalen Phillips putting up 26.6 points on mm. 80% of snaps. Addy, I'm going to give you the solo cam so you can speak to it. My dog. Yo, dog. <laughs> Boy, it was nice seeing him do his thing. I mean, this it was a great matchup. You know, anytime you get to square off against a uh, Oh, Kenny Pickett. Oh, rookie quarterback behind a patchwork OKP. offensive line. Oh, tiny hands over there. You got to <laughs> you gotta roll out your 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 edge guys. So, yeah, Jalen Phillips came through like we hadn't seen yet this year. 26.6 points. I think that was with one and a half sacks he had this past week. I'll check it, Eddie. Anyway, he was just all over the place. Not just making plays in the backfield, but like running down players. Like, yep. you know, after they ran past the line of scrimmage, like he was – Clearly the most motivated player on that defense. Looked looked by far the best, which is what we've been telling you guys all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, this is this is what we wanted to see. There was a little bit of concern early on in the year, but, man, it's nice seeing him come through and, and look as good as he did. You guys watch the game? Patience, people. I, I did. did not. Yes. Boy looked good, didn't he? Keep up with my two shares. So, yeah, he, he did went, look good. He, he did run that boy down for – A few times. Yeah. He did that a few times. He was in on some tackles, which is usually not his game, you know. But, but on like a third down, it's a hustle play. You're trying to keep them from converting. Um, I agree. Jalen Phillips, it's the first time I had sat down and watched a good game of him. and He, he uh, pops. In the Dolphins yeah. games, I, I think that Bengals game. Not much I trust in life. I trust that boy right there's eye. Are we at the Unreal. stage where you're calling NFL players boys, Bobo? Are we that old? <laughs> Talking about that boy there, Flotsam. Oh, that boy. You did call another <laughs> you person a boy. boy as well. <laughs> you did. Flotsam, F-L-O-T-S-A-M. The yes. wreckage of a ship or its cargo found floating on or washed up by the sea. Yeah, one of them Flotsam. is stuff you throw over. The other is stuff that just... Jetsam, J-E-T-S-A-M. Unwanted material or goods that have been thrown overboard. So jetsam you throw. You jettison it off the ship. Lots of adjustments. You learn a little bit of everything. I on the still IDP think show, you folks. got on Wikipedia and made that real quick while we were potting. Maybe. I still no, don't trust I it. wanted to call it out. So since week three against Buffalo, the log for Jalen Phillips, 9 points, 14.6, 4. 4.75, 10.2, 26.6. That's right. Arrow up, baby. Let's talk about something bad. Is uh, Jerome Baker uh, Jetsam? No, he's more flotsam. He what are we? Four point five points on ninety two percent of snaps. Yeah. Three tackles this week. One tackle yeah. the week before. Two the week before. There was a reason why you did not hear hardly any Jerome Baker talk mm-hmm. this off season. Mm-hmm. Just not a target. He's he was the he was too expensive for one. He's like a, his ADP was like in that LB twenty to thirty range. Boy, no he thanks. Been so Just, boom bust. That's what he does. That's so, what he does. Five and a quarter. Two. 25.8, two and four and a half. So he has two 20 point games propping up an LB 24 standing on the season right now. No, thank you. So in preparation for our episode that will come out next week with the Sigmund Bloom, maybe a guy that we need to pay attention to that Sig kind of mentioned on the first pod to end uh, Channing Tindall, you know, kind of like what Sig was saying. If it ain't working, they're going to start changing stuff. And, um, Maybe start paying attention to Channing Tindall. I don't know. The snaps aren't really there right now, but they may start to slowly kind of start working him in. Third-round selection from last year. Um, I don't know. Who knows? He looked great for Georgia. I'll tell you that. Well, the other big news out of this game, Brandon Jones' knee injury. Mike McDaniel didn't say if the injury will keep Jones out the rest of the season. He'll miss He'll miss at least four games because he's been placed on IR. Uh, we expect to know more by Wednesday on the extent of it. It is a knee injury, so something to pay attention to once we find out if it's 
more serious for Brandon Jones. Eric Rowe in the meantime yep. should see a, a boost up. But yeah, mentioned Boban mentioned him in the waiver wire article, which went out at like one forty five p.m. today. He's folks, ahead so of everybody. On that's that, right. If you want your waivers early, you got to subscribe over at the idpshow.com. Your boy Javon Holland is really good too, Josh. Uh, old tiny hands threw a uh, threw a ball that was just a nice little curl route, and Holland saw it the whole way, picked it, nice little run back. He ended the Holland's game. Impressive. Did he end the game on the interception? Maybe he had another one. I think I think I saw one from earlier on in the game, but. Holland is Holland is good. He's a playmaker. He's take not good. always the most consistent guy for IDP, but when he when he plays well, yeah, he's had sixteen point eight five, thirty four points, nineteen points, but also four, five and a quarter, three and a quarter, and six point six five. Another awful Christian Wilkins type game. You gotta love it. I love the guy just chugging along. He's not really gonna get you any thirty five point games, but eleven nice points. Little, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Christian Wilkins in DT leagues is uh He's so safe. No Emmanuel Ogba in this one. He was out. Mm-hmm. So, still looking for him to get on track, do anything. He got that big payday and, you know. Yeah. I've been talking to Robert I'm, Quinn in the I was going to say, is he going the Robert Quinn route of just checking out now that he's got those paychecks? I don't sure. think Quinn had any tonight either. So, here we are, almost a half oh, season Oh, i got to look through. this up now. Robert Quinn, off of a 18-sack season in 2021. Zero. Through week seven. Oh, wow. boy, yeah. He was a 6.25 tonight. So is that his game of the year? Uh, just about. Yeah, he had a 13.6 in week two. Otherwise, it has been two, one and a quarter, 2.75, zero, one and a quarter. Wow. That Dally. is Robert Quinn. Jeez. <laughs> For the win, Robert Quinn. And we will put a bow on it right there, boys. And another guy that we, you know, you don't hear us talk a lot about because that's what he does. We're not going to talk about these guys that are inconsistent like that. You know, I mean, oh, so maybe we miss out on their 18 sack year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. It's kind of like with the Raiders. I'm still not worried because Blake Martinez is there. Who cares? They're still going to continue to roll out double D. People are they get, people are optimistic about Blake Martinez. Like, what are we The amount of people in the IDP folks. communities yeah. that are still out there like, do we think Schobert signs anywhere? No, he it's, doesn't. It's over for those types, y'all. Maybe Schobert did actually sign somewhere. I was going to say, I think Schobert is rostered somewhere. Jalen Smith. Tennessee, I believe. Yes, he is with the Tennessee Titans. People can't forget the good years. You know, it's like high school. I remember back when I was young, I could throw a football. Clear That's got to be mouse. some kind of bias of like just remembering, like hindsight bias. Like I just remember well, all the good, all the good days we had. It's like Blake Martinez is on like his third team in three years. I have to. It's admit, over. I have to admit, I legitimately watched a like Todd Gurley. 10-minute highlight video this weekend, so I get it. Why do you do this to yourself, He was so good. Oh, my gosh. Was he? He was so good for – He had, like, one good season. He had two awesome seasons. He was, like, the RB1. Y'all shut it. That offensive line was pretty good. They had pretty creative play calling, if I remember right. Dude, he was even good with Jeff Fisher. At least Todd Gurley – Think about what he would do with Sean McVay. Yeah, at least Todd Gurley going down. Did not have McVay at all? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe one year. Wait, let's uh, Google this, Josh. I think he had him one year, and then he they cut him. Yeah, after they paid him. I think mm-hmm. they had him the first year of his contract. Yep. Another contract that didn't work out. Right after the Jared Goff contract that didn't work out. What do y'all have that didn't work out? Did well, y'all pay Kirk, or did Washington pay him? No, we... Uh, that was the big free agency yeah, signing. They franchised... He was going to get franchise tagged a third time, so we he had free contracts. agency, yeah. Two contracts, I guess. He now. finessed that system very well. Yeah, he's probably, I bet he's the most paid quarterback. 
He's in the Hall He's of Fame up there. For, for quarterback business. But, no, to bring it back around to the opposite way you started it, uh, offense has been a struggle for me so far this season. It's been hard in some of my redraft leagues. I have been terrible. But uh, the IDPs, hey, I've been feeling all right. I don't know. Feeling damn good about IDP. Oh, yeah. In yeah, general, or yours, or yeah, I feel all, like we, I feel like we, all the above, all the best balls we've been doing, we are mm-hmm. rolling through them, dude. I mean, it's like we're we're. I noticed we're all like in the top standings on all these. That That's right. In. Yeah. So uh, this best ball has been fun. I've enjoyed. It's been those. good stuff, and we're gonna really amp that up. Hopefully, one of these big platforms, underdog, uh, come talk to us, mm-hmm. holler at us. We'll help you get IDP set up. Do it right. Yep. yep. DM Josh. That's that's the turning point right there. Once we get it on some daily, some, some kind of best ball, true best ball platforms, or it gets on, you know, DK or FanDuel, it's over. It's like a that ton will of fun, be the man. explosion. The IDP only We're stuff waiting. was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So I mean that's that, that might be my preferred format. It's a lot of fun. It's it's just IDP only best ball. Yeah, man. It's great because it's just like you get to draft. Because the best part of fantasy, really, for me at least, is drafting. Like I just love that. And start sits decision decisions for mm-hmm. IDP is just it's, sometimes it's so out of your control, you know. It's, it's, just, it's just maddening. You just there's no way to predict it, and just taking that out of the equation it's with been nice, just, yeah, the best ball. Yeah, look more for the enjoyment side of things. Yeah. in life we should have fun with fantasy or with football in general. You know, not every game has to be just watching your your uh, your your score go yeah. up or down. Just <laughs> mainly put down. the phone away. <laughs> just put yeah. it away. You know. Go out, yeah, log off, you, play some golf. I'd say most people probably look pretty miserable on Sundays mm-hmm. watching fantasy football. And, a around. lot, yeah, a lot watching of their family games. members are watching them. Like they can't understand like, why. All right? yeah, yeah, why they're so upset? Why has there not been good? a documentary done about this yet? That'd I'm be sure a, there has. That'd be a good one. Yeah, we should do it. Watching Adam Pace's kitchen floor. <laughs> Addie ain't pacing nothing but a golf course on Sunday. Whoa, right. good one, Josh. Right, that was true. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. As we mentioned, we have a very special collaborative episode the second installment of that series with the legend sigmund bloom of football guys coming at y'all that'll be recorded tuesday at lunchtime so it'll be in your feed for your commute home on tuesday afternoon we're going to be talking about idp trades some macro questions around making trades involving idps draft picks offense and then baba we're gonna do some actual trade discussion What do you want for Micah Parsons in offense return, in a picks return, in an IDP's return? We're going to go through some guys. We're going to talk through it. We're going to help you all figure out how to manage this because trades with IDP, it's a big stumbling block for a lot of new IDP managers. So we're going to talk it through with Sig. And the thing that I love, Addy, I love getting that man's thoughts because he Mm. sees the game. He's got a beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. Yes, sir. So it should be a lot of fun. I don't want to wait, though, for that. Yeah. Who, who are you wanting for I'm Micah thinking Parsons? In my head right now, offensively, you get one player for Micah Parsons. That's a, it's kind of fair. Not Justin Jefferson. but I was going to say Justin Jefferson. No, nah, <laughs> that's not. That Jefferson's, Jefferson managers never do that. But that's the thing. That's what we'll talk about is where okay. do these IDPs like slot in in the Saquon? pecking order? Maybe. And running back, no. It had to be a wide receiver. Like a T. Higgins. Hmm. Would that's you want interesting. More? Would you want more? Yeah, probably. For, for you Micah more Parsons. for Parsons, yeah, for Parsons. I don't know. This Etienne's just, in a pretty primo spot now. He just come off a big week. Now James Robinson is gone. He's pretty much a solo back. I don't think not the doing it for running back. Do it. Not doing it for running back. So what wide receiver are you doing it for? That's a tough question, man. I mean, who, who, where is the line? C.D. Lamb. Not doing it for a wide receiver. 
You're not doing it for a I'm wide receiver? It'd be fun if you just kept going. Yeah. Not doing it for a tight end. <laughs> Quarterback, nope. Got to be kicker bust. Kyle Hughes check. Give me six kickers and Kyle Hughes check. Yeah, like where's the line? Is it Debo? Mm. Debo too much? Feels probably about. That, that, I think I, if Ooh. I was the Micah Parsons manager, I would pull the trigger if someone came offering Debo straight up for Parsons. That may be too much, but I'm, I'm shooting high, boys. It's the, it's the number one asset in all of IDP, in my opinion. I feel like you kind of so, want plus, though. I want a little bit of a replacement for Parsons next year. Go ahead and throw oh, me a wow. pick. Oh, wow. Throw in, you don't want Debo? Go, go Just I, throw, I do in, want Debo. throw in a first. I do want Debo, but I'm just saying, like, it's kind of like what you were saying earlier. Like, I would much rather well, just replace Jordan Brooks. It's kind of like it's kind of yeah. like what old Marcy did last year when he traded Micah Parsons, and now he's got Devin Lloyd and so you want maybe, Jameson Williams. Maybe you want, like, a T. Higgins plus a second or something. Yeah, like maybe a, a little lesser, lesser wide receiver. Plus a pick. But let me get a Will Anderson for next year. Let me get one of these top linebackers. Because, I mean, that was pretty – Macri's move was pretty pretty slick in hindsight. Mike Parsons is awesome. But Jameson Williams will probably be pretty good. And then uh, Devin Lloyd. I mean, there could even be a world in the next year or two where you're like, yeah, I would do Devin Lloyd for Michael Parsons straight up. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Lloyd Devin get, Lloyd's already top ten. Yeah, Lloyd yeah. could get to that level. Shoot, overall, well, you got to factor in edge rushers, you know, some of those guys there. But, well, this is a great teaser. Great little – Tease of what's to come next week. Sigmund Bloom, Football Guys, special collaborative episode of the IDP Blitz. Make sure you're subscribed to their feed, the Audible as well. I think we have the waiver for IDP article record right now in terms of the fastest turnaround. I think they have the fastest recap on Sundays, him and Cecil Lammy. So if you want to get, I think it goes during the late afternoon slate of games. So if you want a recap as games are happening, check out the Audible. Hey, top five little tastes, dynasty rankings. Micah Parsons, number one. Nick Bosa, number two. Max Crosby, number three. Ooh, yum, yum, yum. Miles Garrett, number four. Devin Lloyd, number five. Ooh. I was going to say, you said top ten. I think Devin Lloyd's already top five. Ooh. The edge rushers are what you got to sort out. Is Brian Burns, should he be up there? Spooky. Yeah, spooky season. All right, boys, that's enough. We got to get y'all out of here. <laughs> Starting to whistle into the microphones now. So, thank you all. We got uh, the football guys. Speaking of uh, Sig, we've got Joey and Kyle B and Trip coming at y'all on Thursday with the Week Eight preview. So, stay tuned, stay plugged in. We're gonna take care of you. We're gonna get you set, get those lineups looking right but uh until then thanks y'all for listening we'll see y'all next week happy halloween check for razor blades i'm happy happy i'm happy like a peach in a tree there i am hanging around hoping there'd be someone like you to pick me i'm happy i'm happy